Well, praise God. Welcome to the Wednesday night Bible study broadcast of After Christ Christian Center. I am your host for the evening's broadcast. I'm Pastor Steve Hollings. And do we have a lot in store and packed for you tonight? A lot is going on, as you probably already know. But one thing I do know, Jesus is still Lord. God is still on the throne. And he is not surprised about anything, anything happening, whether it's at the White House or your house. God is still Lord and he's still King and he's still the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings and the God of all gods. So, so we're going to get right into our broadcast. But first, I want to pray and uh, want to thank that uh, all those here at the, at the Christ Christian Center and the producers and, and on behalf of Apostles Rudolph Ellis and our lovely First Lady Pastor Lois Ellis, we welcome you to the broadcast. Once again, I'm Pastor Steve Hollings and we're going to unpack some things today about 2021 to get us started for the year 2021. God is still speaking and uh, he's still working. And, uh, he's a miracle worker. I mean, he's all above. He is the great I am. So let us start off in prayer. Father, I thank you and I give you praise. I give you honor and glory on the day. But this is the day the Lord has made. and We will rejoice and be glad in it on today, our God. And Father, I thank you. We hear from the oracles of the throne room today that no flesh will have his glory during this time, Father God. We give you the praise, give you the honor and the glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, I am excited what God is doing. We know on the last broadcast, I, uh, I mentioned about, uh, we were going to talk about the celestial stars. I am still working on it. Possibly on a future broadcast, we will talk about it because it does tie into what I'm about to talk about today. And to get us started for the new year, I hope everyone had a prosperous new year. Preparing for 2021, part two, and uh it is a preparation. It's a preparation. Uh, unfortunately, some things are unraveling within our nation right now, but it is to be expected. So it's nothing to be excited, uh, to be uh, come unglued about. Or the devil's kicking up his heels, and you know because he knows his time is short. But we, you and I, have the victory. Victory in Christ Jesus. Amen. Well, I'll do a little bit of a review of last time we we, we talked about. What was happening in the sun and the moon and the stars? We, uh, we there are some numbers I want to talk about. Some prophetic numbers that we want to talk about. Uh, the number seven, of course, we know is a very prophetic number. I'm going to go through all the numbers from one up to twenty-one um, this evening, and we're going to give its prophetic meaning of each of those numbers. But a few numbers that stand right out as everyone knows about the number seven, uh, the number uh, twenty-one. Matter of fact, it's a prophetic number. Number 14 is another number, number eight, and number five, and the number 12. But right now, though, we have to concentrate on the year 2021. Something miraculously happened last month, 12-21. As I talked about last on last broadcast, that something happened in the stars, in the heavens. Some call it the Bethlehem star. Uh, is a sign of God. Is he speaking to us? All of the above. It happened on a very uh, specific date, 1221. One, two, two, one. One, two, and two, one. The numbers are reverse. That goes to show us I am the beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega, from everlasting to everlasting. One, two, two, one, and two, zero, or 2020. 
I'll give you later on specifics of what these numbers really mean because it is going to be our marching orders for 2021. Last time we also talked about the birthing of Christ and and it was about a star that the Magi that followed that uh, that they would see they was led by the star. That this is a phenomenon that happened in the in the stars and the cosmos. Uh, we talked about Daniel. Daniel was very uh, uh, instrumental. And the Magi at the time that uh, he taught the Magi uh, from the time he was taken captive in Babylon and, and under the Medes and under the Persians. And then through those times, those time periods, Daniel was giving the uh, instruction or had got he was given favor because he was able to interpret Nebuchadnezzar's dream. As you all know, you can find that in the scriptures where he can interpret the dream where the wise men, and they were called wise men, you can find this in Daniel chapter 2. They weren't able to interpret the dream, but it's amazing. God gives dreams and visions to kings, but yet he gives the interpretations to the righteous. Amen. So Daniel 2 is your scripture reference for that. And it's, and it hasn't changed today. There are things going on that people want to know what is going on. Who do we turn to? Who do we trust? Well, we know his name is Yeshua or Jesus, that all things are created for him and created by him even in the sun and the moon and the stars. Uh, in the book of uh, Genesis, let's go to the book of Genesis, chapter 114. Uh, we can go there if you have your Bibles, just so like a quick uh, review. And for those who weren't here of last time, we can kind of show a little bit of a catch up here. Uh, let me get my, get my iPad here working here. Uh, technology, right? Amen. Okay, chapters one and verse 14. And God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day and the night. And let them be for signs. Now, he's going, here's God defining what the reason for these stars. He said, let them be for signs, for seasons, and for days, and for years. So the, these stars in the firmaments, in the heavens, were used for navigation. It was used to tell time. Uh, it was used to navigate throughout uh, uh, as men as they travel. It was really there to tell a story of the Christ, of the King that was yet to come. Daniel, who was very, uh, as last time we talked about, Daniel was very uh, gifted in dreams and visions. He was very gifted even in the sun, moon, and the stars, uh, the heavens. Uh, we uh, here in the world, we call it the Zodiac, but it's actually called the Maseroth. We'll talk more about the Maseroth later on. Uh, the biblical term for it is called the Maseroth. It's found in Job, in the book of Job, because Job also was gifted in the, the sun and the moon and the stars and telling and navigating and understanding the sun, moon, and the stars. He was a type of advisor to Pharaoh back in the time of Moses. He served in the courts of Moses, and when Moses fled going out of Egypt, he, uh, he, uh, he actually journeyed where Job was because Job once served unto him. That's for another time. Amen. And so in verse 15, I was saying, he let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth, and it was so. Verse 16, Genesis 1, 16, and God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day, 
and the lesser light to rule the night, and he made the stars also. This is very important because the stars play a very significant part here, what the stars are for. And God set them in the firmament of the heavens to give light upon the earth and to rule over the day and over the night. And he divided the light from the darkness, and God saw that it was good. God is still separating light from darkness, good from evil, righteousness from unrighteousness. And so there was a purpose for the night, for the darkness, and it was a purpose for the light, because Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He is still separating until this day. We hope we are walking in the light as he is walking in the light. So he called us to be the light. The Holy Spirit that dwells in us gives out the light, gives out the likeness of Christ within us, the Christ likeness. This is where we get the word Christians, Christ like. And so uh, everyone has their definition of Christian, but we know after being a Christian is to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, being filled with that of the Holy Spirit, and walking in the light as he is in the light. And you also have to read your scriptures, read your Bible. We're in a, t- in a time that is very, very critical to our walk, what we say, and our speech, our daily living now is very critical. You know the times, you see a lot of the signs and things that are happening, but fear not. Jesus said, I've conquered the world. And so he made the lights and he made the sun and he made the moon and he made the stars uh, to tell times. Uh, the, the moon and the sun, uh, you have the solar eclipse, which is the sun, which is what we, the Congorian calendar, tell our time from for, for, by years. And he had the moon was the lunar uh, uh, object in the air, that, uh, in the space that goes around the earth. It's for the Hebrews. And so we were able to have the sun and the moon, and we have the stars. The number 21 is very significant because what happened in December, this past month, that was very significant. And I think that I believe, and I know this for a fact, that the way when God is trying to speak to us, he speaks to us in in visions, he speaks to us in dreams, by the word, by witnessing, on the sun and the moon and the stars. Again, it says for signs, for seasons, for days, and for years. It tells a story. It's amazing that on the 21st day of December. Now, 21 is kind of very specific here. And I want to be talking back and forth about the number 21. It's because on the 21st day, Daniel so prayer was answered, and God showed up. 21 means illumination. And God shows up after 21 days of prayer and fasting. Notice I said prayer and fasting, not prayer or fasting. If you're just praying and you're not fasting, or if you're just fasting and you're not praying, you're just on a diet. <laughs> Amen. It's prayer and fasting. Is is this two? The, the key word here is and. It's the conjunction that makes the two. The number two again, being very specific here and very prophetic, the two should become one. So we understand that through this is one of one of our most powerful weapons of warfare is when we pray and when we fast. There are a lot of weapons uh, 
that is given to the church, and one of them is praying and fasting. Another weapon of warfare is communion. I think it's a time that we may need to take communion every single day, as often as you can, because you're taking communion, it means you're staying close to God, and there's a certain power that comes in communion and a healing that comes into communion. When you're taking communion, coronavirus, cancer, any of that cannot even touch you. When you're in communion with God, common union with God, communion, amen? But this is one of the cups that he took at the supper, at the last, we call the last supper, but it's called a Seder, the Seder meal. When he took not, one, not just that cup, he took a variety of cups. And we get closer to the Feast of Passover, where we'll go over the Seder meal, and we can understand what we are talking about when he said, is it possible this cup will pass by me? I always wonder, what did he mean by the cup? What does the cup has to do with his burial and resurrection and going to the cross? We'll explain that as time goes on, when we get to the closer to the time of the Feast of Passover, which is what we call Easter. Amen. So again, these are some of the weapons of our warfare, not carnal, but mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. And God is going to, I believe, is going to equip us in the year 2021. Now, God, God's voice is in numbers. Uh, he speaks to us in numbers. Uh, the, the, the Lord uh, has many voices, how he speaks to us. Uh, this is why we get the voice of many waters from. Uh, it's, God speaks to all of us in, two, in different ways, and it, he may communicate with us. Sometimes it can be in worship. It can be in the word. It can be by revelation. It can be by the prophetic giftings or the prophetic, as we call it. It can be through deliverance. Amen. Could be blessings that God has called upon. He speaks to us in various ways. And by the sun, moon, and the stars, as I talked about earlier, uh, that he is speaking to us. Last time I also talked about uh, the sun and the moon and the stars in relation to Jupiter and Saturn when they lined up. Uh, Jupiter also in Hebrew means justice. Uh, God said, I am bringing my justice. Saturn with the rings around it like the ring I have on my finger here, means covenant. I am bringing my justice. I have not forgotten my covenant. And God said, I am bringing my covenant to you as because you have prayed and I've heard the prayers of the saints. And the day 21, 21 is a number that when he appears or is eliminated, as it was in the, in the book of Daniel. Now you notice that uh, Daniel prayed for 21 days and, they, and the guardian angel Gabriel shows up. So 21 days of class in December, seven, seven, seven. Remember I told you earlier that the number seven was also a prophetic number as well. Also in the constellations, which we'll talk about at a later time, when I'm going to go to each of the constellations, explaining their significance, explaining their purpose, and why God placed the constellations in the atmosphere. Amen. This happened in um, December. As you know, December is the month of Aquarius. I think on the last broadcast, we talked about Aquarius, Aquarius, pardon me, Aquarius happened to have to do with water. The water barrier is outpouring. So God is outpouring. He's, he's, he's pouring out to us. The water, the outpouring of the water represents the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. In the last days, 
I will pour out my spirit. So in the month of December, it was like the outpouring of the spirit. When we talk about water, I bring in my justice. I have not forgotten my covenant with you. I have come to answer your prayer according to your words. Now, this is found in Daniel. Daniel was praying. He said, the angel said, I come to you, Daniel, because of your words. This is the year on the Hebrew calendar of 5781, 80 and 8, 80 and 1, 1 going on to 80, going into the year of the 80s, 20 and 1 going into the year of the, the roaring 20s, if you want to call it. It's that we are adding on and we're moving on and transitioning on in the new decade of the 80s and the new decade of the 20s. Amen. And so now God is talking about when he's going this transition that we're going through in 2021, that he is preparing us and set up, setting us up, not only to the warfare, but to hold off the forces of darkness that are trying to come uh, upon our families, come our nation, and our nation right now is really in a turmoil, but it's a war that is going on. It's the shakening that is taking place. So fear not. God has not given us a spirit of fear. He's given us love, love of sound mind. Amen. The enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus said, I've come that you may have life and life more abundantly. So whenever you see the violence and the uproaring going on, you know it's the enemy. I don't care who they try to blame, but we know the enemy is behind it. But we, the church, the ecclesia that God has placed here, the remnant that must come forward, will be able to decree and declare things, to pray, to intercede. And this is a really a time of intercession when we're going into this year of 2021. And I'm telling you, this is going to be great victory, great victory here on earth. But God said, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So he's bringing heaven here and invading earth and i believe this is why all the ruckus and the shaking is taking place that's what i said on the last broadcast uh, god is god's glory is invading and he's coming in and he's going he's coming in with his glory things get disruptive amen why because the light is being eliminating the darkness as he did in the book of genesis in the beginning he, uh, god created the heavens plural and the earth and the earth was dark and void. In other words, there was chaos. And he spoke to the earth. And when he spoke to the earth, he said, let there be light. And when light came, darkness dissipated. So this is what's happening. Amen. So we have the shakening that is going forward. Hallelujah. And so what, what God is saying to do that, we are just, uh, and I'm glad that we're on the right positioning. When Jesus said, he said, occupy until I come. He didn't mean just to sit here and sit still. It means to take position. The position, follow the leading of the Holy Spirit, fulfilling your giftings, fulfilling that what God has called you to, to, to not to stagnate. Uh, I, 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 and if you haven't already, I wish you would, uh, the last broadcast or Pastor Jason or, uh, what's, what's preaching on uh, uh, what we need to be doing this year and being stagnant and really bless my heart and soul. If you haven't seen that broadcast, you need to go back and check that out because it really got me stirred up to do the things that I need to do. And we, we go so far and we stop and we don't complete things. Well, this is a year we have to complete things. And uh, 
And I was all the way with him. When he said that, I was really excited, really just something leaped in my spirit. There's some things I need to do, and we all need to do, to, to go all the way. Okay, amen. And so we're talking about this year, 2021, and we're saying that there is a, there's a parallel and there's a type and shadow with Daniel and what has happened here in December the 21st. Also, Daniel is in the book of Revelation. Now, I'm going to go in the book of Revelation here in a minute here, and we want to talk about the, uh, the seven churches. There's a type and shadow between the seven churches and the seven days of creation. The seven days of creation and the seven churches line up. They line up the, the beginning and the end, the Alpha and the Omega, Genesis and Revelation. And hopefully if I have enough time, we can talk about that even in future broadcasts. I'm going to go through each of the churches in the book of Revelation and the number seven, there were seven churches, there were seven days of creation. Amen. So each of the churches line up with each of the days of creation in the book of Genesis. Again, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, from everlasting to everlasting, from Genesis to Revelation. Amen. The number 21. The number 20, the number 21, and the number 22. You talk about 21 when God actually shows up. But number 22, God's manifestation illuminates, illuminates even more. The reason I say that, and the, uh, the book of Revelation has 22 chapters. And at the end, we win. Amen? So you got 22 chapters of Revelations, and you got the number 22. Amen? We're in 2021. Now, I'm not saying the end is coming in 2022, so I'm not naming dates, amen. I'm talking about the numbers and what they mean, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, let's go through the numbers because we want to get, because our time is getting a little bit short here, and I really uh, want to talk about how the prophetic, uh, the, the, the prophetic move of God is in numbers, and uh we, we, there are different layers of revelations in a lot of these numbers, but I'll give you the basis in one of these numbers. Number one means unity. There's one God. Okay. One God. One Spirit. All united in one. The Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Number two is the faithful witness. He sent them out two by two. The number two. The two should be one. One can chase a thousand, two can send 10,000 to fight. The powers of two, power of multiplication. Two is the, is the multiplier. Amen. This is why the enemy hates couples, because the two should be one, because you're mirroring that of God Almighty Himself, the image of God, the image of God, this ring, covenant. Amen. Number three has to deal with uh, faithfulness, it has to do with. The Trinity, you know, the Father, the Son, uh, the Holy Spirit, the, uh, the inner court, the outer court, the Holy of Holies, the body, the soul, the spirit. Amen. Uh, um, we talk about in threes. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, the sun, the moon, the stars. Uh, three, the Trinity. Number four is, uh, is creation. The, uh, the four elements, uh, north, south, east, and west. Uh, 
the four seasons in the book from Genesis to talk about as long as the earth remains, there would be seed, time, and harvest, winter, summer, fall, and spring. Uh, number four, the four gospels, even though there's a fifth gospel called Book of Revelation. That's for another teaching. I won't go there today. Yeah, amen. Hallelujah. Um, five, we know, everyone knows five, grace. Uh, five is the number of grace, fivefold ministry. Uh, the five smooth stones that David used to take down Goliath. Well, the other four stones was for his brothers. So he actually killed five giants. So each of those stones was used to take down the giants. We are the stones. We are the, one of the fivefold ministries that takes down the giants that are in your life, giants that are in our way. We use the rock. Amen. Because the, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So anything that comes against the church, we will prevail. Amen. We have victory. Number five. Number six. Well, we know is man. Flesh on the sixth day, he created man. Uh, when, when God says, I'm going to heal the land, he's also talking about us because we are part of the land because ashes to ashes, dust to dust. So we're part of the earth, we're part of the land, part of the ground. When he says, I want to heal your land, he's talking really about us. We are part of the land, okay? Number seven is the perfect spiritual perfection. All things were made perfect, all things ended in sevens. And if I talk about, oh, the seven eyes, seven holes in your head, you got two for your ears, two for your eyes, two for your nose and one mouth. Two, four, six, seven. You are the head and not the tail. Seven is completion. So now you're complete in him because now we have a body and he is the head and we are the tail. So that, so number seven is that prophetic number that we have seven, seven, sevens, which turns out to 21. As I told earlier about the number 21, God shows up. Amen. So that's perfect perfection. Hallelujah. I kind of look at my notes. I used to know this by memory, but that's okay. We're going to use who's my team notes. Because we know number eight is new beginnings uh, uh, on the on the eighth day. We're entering into the eighth day. I know there's seven days, but there's an eighth day, a new beginning. That is the millennial. After the seven years of tribulation, now it's seven-year period, but it's actually really three and a half years of the tribulation, the great tribulation. And then we go into the eighth day, which is the 1,000 year reign. A thousand years is a day, is a day is a thousand years. The eighth day. So, number eight is new beginnings. Now, I'm going to go all the way up to number 21 and we're going to hit the spot here. The, uh, number nine is judgment or fruit bearing. All you ladies say, amen. You know, there, there are nine months of birthing, nine fruits of the spirit. Uh, there are Yes, the nine fruits of the spirit that manifest uh, within us at that uh, that we go on, and, and of course there's a birthing of uh, uh, that when you have childbearing, amen. Uh, during the time of Hanukkah, I believe Jesus was conceived on the time of Hanukkah. Nine months later, he was born during the Feast of Tabernacles, uh, which is right around the time of September, which is the constellation Virgo, which means virgin. So he comes out as a lamb. Amen. Because we know the, the the shepherds now, the ones that witness the baby Jesus, the Magi witness the young child Jesus when he was two years old. 
I know the Christmas cards got it all cabotulated and whatnot, but uh, but the thing is that that is what happened there. So now he comes in as a lamb, born during the time of Feast of Tabernacles. If we start off with Virgo, as I said before, I'm going to be showing you about the constellation. He ends up going all the way around through the month of we call August, which is the sign of Leo. Leo means lion. So you have the lamb, goes all the way around, he comes as a lamb, and he returns as a lion. So now the lion lays down with the lamb. So now we have this complete circle of Christ. We have this four, uh, as I said, number four, four can also mean the four gospels. And those four gospels, Jesus was actually really doing a reflection of the Father. Remember, he said, I do nothing until I go to the Father. He was really the reflection of who the Father was. He was really preaching kingdom. Because thy kingdom come, thy what will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Art Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, or holy is thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So Jesus' purpose here during that time was to be a reflection of who the Father was. Now we move to the book of Revelations. It's the unveiling of Jesus Christ. I showed you the Father, because they said, show us the Father. He said, he who has seen me has seen the Father. Now he's gonna reveal himself in the book of Revelations. Daniel was, the, was one of the first writers, same author. He said, Daniel closed up the books until the time of the end. It's amazing, Daniel was in his 80s when he wrote Daniel. And the Apostle John was in his 80s when he wrote the book of Revelation. <laughs> so you see the correlation there. So, so he said to Daniel, you would not know, a lot of this Daniel did not understand. But now this is the time of the open book. That God is opening up the book now for all our understanding. And understanding the signs of the times that we move in. Now I know I must move here because, my gosh, time flies when we're having fun. Okay, what number were we on? We were on, okay, number number 10 was perfect order. Uh, has to do with the law, uh, the Ten Commandments. Uh, when, when, when Egypt, each god that, that was in war with our Lord, and every god and deity they, they came upon uh, the land of Egypt, God, God destroyed it and defeated it. Every deity, he replaced it with a commandment. So there were 10 deities, and this is where we got the Ten Commandments. Amen. Number 11 describes transition from 10 to 12. Uh, it's, uh, it has to do with heroes, has to do with those with martyred veterans days on the 11th day, uh, Apollo 11, you know, the number 11. Amen. Uh, number 12 is a uh, perfect government. As I said before, Moses actually was the originator of the law. This is why in the courtrooms you saw the Ten Commandments there. Of course, they've taken them down since then, but he was the lawgiver uh, of the law. Uh, Jesus came on the cross with grace, and grace trumps the law because we could not keep the law. Thank God for grace. Number 13 is rebellion. Of course, you know, Judas being the 13th of the, of the uh, discipleship. Number 14 is about generational promises. Uh, why 14? Uh, 14 generations from Abraham to David, 14 generations from David carried on to the 
to Babylon and 14 generations from Babylon to King. 14, 14, 14. So the number 14 has to deal with generations. Number 15 is consecration. Uh, uh, on the feast days, on the 15th of the month, we always do our fasting. And this is where a lot of the feast days start on the 15th of the month of the Feast of Tabernacles, the Feast of uh, 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 Passover, and the Feast of uh, Pentecost. It's usually right in the middle of the month on the 15th of those months, of those feast months, consecration. Number 16 is uh, the love of God, because in the book of uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, there are 16 attributes of the love of God. So this is where the number 16 comes in at. Uh, number 17 is overcoming victory. We overcome victory by the blood of the land, by the lamb, and of the word of our testimony. Uh, the 17 promises in the book of Revelation. And this is where we get the number uh, 17. Amen. Hallelujah. And number 18 is, is, is bondage. Uh, it's number 18. Number 19 it's, is the exploits of faith. We know in the book of Hebrews, chapter 11. Uh, there were, there were 19 uh, uh, people that they list there in the exploits of, in that chapter of faith. Uh, we talk about the number 19 as we, uh, as we go forward in the book of uh, uh, Hebrews. Amen. Um, hallelujah. That's how I get my notes here. Okay, number 20. Number 20 uh, is expect. expect we have a great expectancy. Uh, I may not know what's going to happen or what's going to happen each day, but I know that God is with us. God is for us. And God loves us. And I has a great expectation of what God is going to do here in 2021. Uh, and uh, it's, it, this is the great expectation that we expect. Now, 20. One, the number 21. I want to I want to take a little time and talk about the number 21 and number 20, 21 and 22. Uh, number 21, especially in the year 2021. What are we going to do in the year 2021? What is God? What is the expectancy that God is expecting us, the church, to go for in 2021? Uh, hopefully when I get done with 2020 or 21 here, I want to go to the book of Revelation chapter 2, if time prevails. If not, we will take it on another time because I really want to spend a little time there in the book of Revelation because I want to use, use this comparison of the seven churches, the number seven, and the seven days of creation. The seven days of creation and the seven churches. There's the beginning and the end, the Alpha and Omega, from everlasting to everlasting with the seven churches. And each of these seven churches, if I can want to comment here for a moment, the number seven, these seven churches represent the things that we will go through in our lifetime. These seven things in these seven churches represent the trials that we will go through and the types of churches and the type of works that we do. There are certain churches that line up with the works and the things that are outlined with these seven churches. And Jesus, it's amazing how the Lord works. He commended the churches the things they were doing, but there were things that they need to do and did not do, he disliked. It's probably what's happening right now with 2021. There's some things and works that we do, but there are things that God is chastising us that we need to get it right. We need to repent 
or we will lose our candlestick. In other words, he said, I will no longer be in that church. The anointing will just flee. Amen. And in the creation portion part of it, God is creating us, setting us up for such a time as now. Amen. As we go through the seven days. Now, these seven days also could be thousands of years. With a thousand uh, years of the day, the day is a thousand years. That's in the first Peter. So we're going into the seventh day as we speak now. I want to talk about that. I want to explain this here in a minute. So what is the number 21? The number 21 is the manifested spirit of light. In other words, I am exposing. I am, I, I am showing up. This just happened in December 21st. He was exposing. He comes as light. The planets that lined up, he was exposing. He's exposing even now. And he also starts with the church first. This is why the seven churches and the book of Revelation that he dealt with the churches before he went to deal with the world. This is why you didn't hear anything about the churches after Revelation chapter three. Now, something we would have raptured up, I believe we were, if you don't hear anything about the church after that. That's another teaching. I'll talk about that at another time. So, again, here we are now. This number 21 is the manifested spirit of light. Uh, he's exposing darkness. He's making things visible. He's opening things and that all that could see to see. He have an ear to hear. Let him hear what the spirit is saying to the churches. So what he's doing, he's not only exposing darkness, he's exposing some of the darkness that's within us that we need to expose of. And he would expose to it, and then deliverance comes forward, and it takes first and takes place rather first in the church, then we go to the world. Amen. This is not a chastisement or a beating down. But God is saying we need to get it right. I need to get it right. Because we have to go forward in the world, and when they see our good works, they will glorify. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So we are exposing light in the number 21. I believe this year 21 is going to be a year exposing. God is doing it even as we speak. Exposing those things. Hallelujah. Number 22 is, uh, as I said before, it's, it's it has to do with uh, revelation. It has to do with fellowship. Um, it has to do with, uh, uh, there are 22 letters in the alphabet. Uh, the church, again, needs to come back together to fellowship. Double portion, two, two. Amen. And so, for example, in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 13. Now, I'm going to, I'm going this will be my last scripture for today. We're going to go to Ephesians chapter 5. I'll find it here on my iPad here. Ephesians, uh, where are you? Where? Are, okay, here we are. Chapter 5, verse 13. Chapter 5 and verse 13. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 13. But all things that are reproved are made manifested by the light. For, what's, well, for whatsoever do make it manifest is light. As I said before, a way of exposing. Uh, God is exposing during these last days and these last times. Now, next time on our broadcast, and our time is just about up, we 
I want to take it even more to the point to the point that we were talking about exposing and God is, uh, is uh, doing that uh, during a time of just shaking. It's a good thing. 2021 is going to only be the time of the mouth of where we how we speak and what we speak to because of the Hebrew letter pay talked about in 1980 uh, at 578181 being the 81st verse of scripture that uh, Eve gave birth gave birth to twins Cain and Abel were twins <laughs> and, uh, and of course we had the double plants planets that are lining up that uh, uh, God is doing a new thing he's doing a new thing church so time is going fast my gosh we're, Man, we're having fun here, and uh, you know, uh, we have to come back another time on the broadcast because I have more I want to share with you. I want to talk about really the seven churches, and I want to talk about the seven days of creation. It's going to line up with what is happening. It's about to happen in 2021. So, on that note, church, we've uh, enjoyed this time with you. I hope this has blessed you, and if you have for this new year to come close to Christ. And for those of you who maybe sort of strayed away and just want to come back into the sheepfold, we welcome you back. But for those of you who have never gave Jesus and made Jesus the Lord of your life, let's pray this prayer. Father, I come to you as a sinner. I choose Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I believe he rose from the dead on the third day. And Father, I want to serve the, my Lord all the days of my life, and I choose to repent in the name of Jesus. Save me, oh Lord God. Save me for myself. Save me for your glory. And I will walk with you in all the days of my life. In Jesus' name. And if you really pray that really minute, welcome to the family. If you're looking for a church, look no further. <laughs> After Christ, there's a great church, great people. We have a lovely apostle and his wife, uh, Pastor Lois down-to-earth people. We're just here because we just love Jesus. Amen. So I want to close out with this prayer now, and may the Lord bless you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon thee, and be graceful unto you. And the Lord lift up his countenance and give you peace. O oh Lord God of Israel, that you will bless me as us indeed and enlarge our territory, that your hand would be with me, that you would uh, keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. Well, on behalf of After Christ Christian Church, on behalf of the After Christ Christian Church family, on behalf of Apostle Rudolph Ellis and our lovely First Lady, Pastor Lois Ellis, I am Pastor Steve Hollings until next time on this broadcast of After Christ Christian, Christian Center. I'll talk to you next time. Be blessed. God bless you. Take care.